Hola. Hello. And welcome to the Home Record Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion. I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Monique, how are you doing today? I am just fabulous, thank you. Fabulous. Yes. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm doing fantastic as always. Thanks Excellent. for asking. Excellent. I was getting there. Where are you now? I was. I was pulling at Good you where you stop grief. and you pause and you wait and you feel like something needs to fill in the time. Pulling a me? Yes. That's what you call that? Yes. Pulling a me? I was pulling a you. <sighs> Boy. Unbelievable. You're unbelievable. I know I am. Like the EMF song. <laughs> yes. Just like the EMF song. Exactly that way. It's a catchy little ditty. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It is. Yeah. It is a great song. So what's new with you, my lady? Oh, I've been super busy. I have been making lots of Organite, which has been super fun and awesome. And I have been working in our garden and just yesterday, I harvested some of the herbs that I've been growing. And we have different herbs and weeds in our yard that can be harvested for medicinal uses. So I got some of those. Yes, I have had to put off mowing the grass because there's all these weeds that you can use for medicinal purposes that to me look like weeds. I don't know what they are, but you know. So I haven't been able to cut the grass until you were waiting for these things to grow to an acceptable height for harvesting. (laughs) So I finally, finally today was able to cut the grass after having waited, it seems like, forever now. But it's been just a couple weeks. But I got a bunch of white clover and chickweed and there's dandelion and plantain and all this good stuff. Again, this is your wheelhouse. I know nothing about any of this stuff. I just trust your expertise on it. You just do what I tell you to do, don't you? Wow. Well, okay then. I say that with love. Right. Like in a good way because you trust me. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I don't know what any of this stuff does. To me, it looks like weeds. I would have mowed it all, but you wouldn't let me. So They're treasures. Now They're nature's little treasures right in our yard. All right. Well, again, to the untrained eye, me, I they look the same to me. It looks like just green weeds mixed in with our grass that... Never been able to get to grow. We've tried seeding it, watering it. You know the stuff you'd normally do with grass. <laughs> but I but tried I mean, yelling at it, I mean, and kicking it, and it didn't work. <laughs> I realized the absurdity after I said it. But no, I really have for you know the first couple of years that we lived here, tried everything with the grass, and we got a new neighbor that moved in a couple of years back, and. He came over and tried doing a bunch of stuff to the grass. Like he'd come over and put like his special seeding and all this stuff and nothing seems to work on our grass. I didn't put organite on our front yard. Maybe that's what I need to do. Yeah, well, short of that, we've tried pretty much everything and I've just given up now. Now it just... I want to... It is what it is. I want to dig it all up and I want to plant clover. Just a whole bunch of clover in the front yard. All right, then. Because the clover itself doesn't get super high, and it's, like, soft. It's nice. Right. Okay. If you say so. (laughs) 
I, I, I like the look of grass, the feel of grass, but uh, clover, I guess. It's green. If you say so. Maybe that's maybe that's the route we're going to have to go. I don't know. What else is going on? Aside from your gardening and organite, anything else happening? We watched some movies. Yeah, what did we watch? We watched Stay Tuned with John Ritter. That movie <laughs> was so yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, good. We did that for a family movie night. That movie was made in 1992, I believe. Correct. Yeah, I believe it was 92. And Jeffrey Jones is in it. Jeffrey Jones, who's that? The principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He was in Transylvania Six Five Thousand. Oh, okay, yes, all stuff. right, okay, Red hair. okay, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. Once you said, yeah, when, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bunch of people in it. Eugene oh, yeah. Levy's in it. Yeah, Salt yeah. and Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> How could I forget Salt and Pepper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, I'd never seen it before. You had, I guess, when it first came out or something, right? Yeah. Many years ago. Because my yeah. parents owned a video store. <laughs> right. Of course. How could we forget? In case in You'll case never you let forgot. us forget that ever. <laughs> <laughs> so many awesome movies. I've but seen. yeah, I mean, even even the kids enjoyed it. Even yeah. it was a, it was a, I guess a, you call it a period piece because yeah. everything that happened in that movie was current for the time. Well, because so. if you haven't watched it, first of all, go watch it. But it's about like basically hell has a like a TV like station essentially where they have their own programming so like Dwayne's Underworld or um I'm trying to think of everything now Dwayne's Underworld instead of Wayne's World yeah. you probably should give oh. some Here I am thinking you're just you're just sa- yeah you're World. just saying it you're just saying like people know what you're talking about you have to give some context my lady Okay well I'm Come just on. again in my mind everyone should know what Wayne's World is I forget I forget how old I Our am. Our kids didn't know what Wayne's World was. That's our. That's that's totally <laughs> on us. They they should know. And they probably never will. Oh, they will. We'll watch Those it. movies were ridiculous. Swing. Eh. So good. No. No. Yes. No. Yes, it's so good. But yeah, a lot of it centers around like programming from like the very very early nineties, more like the eighties and before. So. Yes. So f- we'll finish the oh. synopsis. So basic. I, I wasn't giving a synopsis. Well, you, I, I, I mean, you said, well, hell has its own TV station yeah. and then so they, they have go to Dwayne's who Underworld they instead of. They go to lazy people who just want to watch TV all day and say, hey, got this satellite dish with uh, this big TV and it's all yours. And they get zapped into the TV and they go on these shows. And basically, once they die, they go to hell. It's fun. Yeah. And the whole a, family. It's a fun movie. Yeah. PG. Yeah. Kind of, kind of a lot of heavy stuff in there, but um, a lot of it goes over kids' heads. It, it did, it did. Yes, our children had no clue what they were talking about, and that's fine. There was still enough in there, though, that would make them laugh and keep them entertained and occupied. I guess. But if you know TV shows from like the late eighties and early nineties, yeah, it was. It, it, it makes I, more sense. There was a lot of laugh out loud moments for <laughs> like me. Driving like, over Miss Daisy me? instead of driving <laughs> Miss Daisy. Yeah, yes. There was like 30-something to life instead of 30-something is about they're in prison. <laughs> northern overexposure instead of northern exposure. Uh, yes. So, yeah, yeah was... good stuff. But I don't want to say it all because I want people to watch it. Sure. Yeah, check it out, I guess. There's a, another movie recommendation from us. Yeah. I suppose. You look so excited about it. It was funny. I mean, it wasn't like the greatest movie ever or anything, but it was all right, I guess. Sure. 
All right, then. Didn't we watch, we watched a bunch of stuff like this last week. So we went on like this movie watching spree. I think we've been on an Adam Sandler kick. Yeah. I yeah. Love Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. What did we watch? We watched, uh, we watched, oh, geez. Grown Ups. It was like this week and I can't remember already. Yeah, Grown Ups. Uh-huh. Uh, the one with Jennifer Aniston. What's it called? Just Go With It. Just Go With It. Mm-hmm. Which has a special place for us because that was the movie that was on all the time in the hotel in the Bahamas when we went and got married. That movie was on every channel, it's it a seemed good like. Movie. And it was on like a loop because it must have been like the hotel pay per view channel or something. Yeah. So that was that was fun to see again after again. all these years. And again. <laughs> yes. Uh, Mr. Deeds. Yes, Mr. Mr. Deeds. Very good. Uh, what else did we see? I don't know. We watched a bunch of stuff. Here I comes got, the boom. Here comes the boom. That wasn't was Adam. He wasn't in that though. It wasn't it a Happy Madison production. I think though? it was like his com- production company did it, but it wasn't him. He wasn't in it. No. Right. That was a good fo- uh, film. Foom. Foom. What? Wow. See, words are anyway, hard. Anyway, yeah, words are tough. Words are difficult. Now, speaking of Adam Sandler, um, kind of w- something I, I pitched to you earlier today about what we were going to talk about today, talking about random acts of kindness, right? That's my jam. There's so much, obviously, depending on when you're listening to this, we're recording it on June 7th. So Lord only knows what will have happened between the time we record this and the time you're listening to it. But it's been pretty crazy the past few weeks. And if you pay attention at all and think critically for yourself, you know that it's all been in place for a while. This is None of this is just accidental or whatever. <laughs> it's all by design. But anyway, we're in, we're in a state of chaos right now if you watch the news. If you look outside your door, though, like we look outside, everything seems normal to us here. Yes, we're very lucky that we're we, in a place that... Thankfully, stable. so far, thus far, I, I don't know how long that'll last, but hopefully it, it hopefully stays it like will. this forever, hopefully. But anyhow, yeah, there's a lot of uh, unrest in society now. And like I've, I've started like slowly, I, I think I'm going to, ju- I mentioned this on a previous show, I'm probably going to just get off social media altogether because it's, there's n- nothing good ever anymore. So I thought it'd be kind of cool if we talked about just random acts of kindness and talk about something a little different today. Not talk about all the chaos and all the horrible things going on in the world. Let's talk about just the nice stuff that we're observing. And I mean like anytime we could talk about stuff we've done, I guess if you want to go down that road, I don't really like to glorify things that I've ever done, but things maybe that have been done to us or that we've witnessed other people do for somebody. And you thought that was a good idea. I love random acts of kindness. Yeah, that is like what I am all about. Yeah, so, That's what I always try to say to people. Yeah. Just be kind and do nice things for other people. Yeah. It just, why not? So I figured, well, why don't we talk about that? Yeah. And for anybody that just maybe wants just something different to listen to, this hopefully will, will give you that. Just to get a little bit of an escape from all the doom and gloom that you're seeing everywhere else or hearing everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And that does does have its place, of course. It's good to be aware of what's happening in the world around you, but uh, it's also good to know that you can put out some good stuff to counteract that doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. Put out some positive energy. Yeah. 
You got to talk right to your mic. I, I I put the mic closer to me. You got to go like right into, into it. it. Yeah, you got to. Because you're cutting it. I've got. Bye. For anybody listening, I've got the headphones in, so I can hear how everything is getting inputted into the. Yeah, you 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 trail back and forth. You got to be right on that damn like thing. Right. Make love to the microphone. <laughs> Make I'm love start to it. Eating it in a moment. <laughs> Fine, whatever it takes. Anyhow, so speaking of Adam Sandler and a random act of kindness. So anybody that doesn't know, Adam Sandler's from Manchester, New Hampshire, which is where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And my mom's best friend, who I call like my second mom, uh, I'm not going to say her name or anything, but, but she knows who she is. And she's an awesome lady. She's awesome. Yeah, she's phenomenal. Well, she works at a restaurant that is close by to here. And uh, it's it's kind of like a... It's a popular place. It's a too. yeah. It's like yeah. the the in, the it spot, I guess, if you will. It's been around for many many years, and she's a waitress there. And Adam Sandler, who's from here, and his parents, I think, still live here. Anytime he's in town to visit his parents, goes to this restaurant. So he happened to be at this restaurant when my second mom, uh, her husband, passed away, and. We were there at this restaurant on the other side using the function room because they let her use the function room for like the after funeral, uh, what do you call it? Like a reception, a meal. I, 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 I don't know if every The mercy d- meal, I think is what it's called. I don't, I don't see know. that? I, we don't call it that in oh. in Greek Orthodox religion or whatever. It's not called, it's just called, I forget it's, what the Greek word is, but it's essentially it's like a reception meal kind of thing. You go after the funeral, you just eat a meal in memory of the person that you just laid to rest. So we're there, and somebody comes over and gets uh, the widow, I guess. Well, I'm just going to say her name, Tula. <laughs> Jeez. Her name is Tula. She's a phenomenal woman. And she's such a little firecracker. She's so awesome. She's a great lady. And uh, they come and get her because Adam Sandler, every time he goes to the restaurant, he loves her, like as his waitress. Like he loves How Tula. Could anyone not love right? Her? Ex- exactly. Right. If you so met her, you, you would understand. <laughs> right. So somebody told uh, her, or or excuse me, told him oh, she's here, but she's actually her husband passed away, and she's over actually on the other side of the restaurant. They're having like the reception meal and everything, and so he sent for her to come and see him because he wanted to give you know express his condolences and everything. And I guess he gave her like a wad of cash out of his pocket like like as a kind of like a I don't know how to I don't know what you call it but I guess it, I guess it was like his random act of kindness I guess yeah. uh yeah so she came back over and she was like crying cuz we're all like where to where'd she go and she comes back over and she's crying she's like oh adam is here and and we're like adam like who's adam like who's she talking about we didn't know but she's apparently on first name basis with him <laughs> And uh, she comes over. She's like, yeah, he just gave me all this money. And she pulls out this like wad of cash. It's like hundreds and fifties and twenties. And we're just like, huh? Like what? what's weird? What are you talking about? Like who is it? Who? She's like, Adam, right? Adam Sandler. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, wow. That was, that was really nice. And she's like, yeah, he came, he wanted to talk to me. And he expressed how, you know, his con- gave his condolences and everything. And wanted to know if I needed anything and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really nice. Just a waitress that he likes at a restaurant that he frequents when he's in town. I just thought that was really cool. That is. And it's funny because I love Adam Sandler. I lo- I've watched him since Saturday Night Live back in the 
90s, early 90s. And I liked all of his movies, even Jack and Jill. I know everyone says that's his worst movie ever. I don't care. I still, I think it's a sweet movie. It has a really good point. And I think it's funny. Sometimes you just have to laugh at silly, stupid things. And so then you told me that story and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this guy even more. I just want to like give him a hug. Chris, I want to give everyone a hug. Oh, you want to give everybody a hug. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so I thought that was just a just a neat, neat kind of thing, and and like she'd always talk about how oh yeah he was in town or whatever, and but she doesn't like name drop him. It's just kind of like one of those like she knows people know who he is and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he was actually he just happened to be coming to my work and whatever the other day, and we were talking and this and that, and I was like it, it was really cool because obviously she's sad at the time. You, you know, I mean, she's still obviously sad. This was many many years ago. And she's mourning. She just buried her husband. And just to see that moment of, well, not moment, but it was a couple of minutes of her just smiling and laughing and like crying, but it was like more tears of just happiness because somebody did something that they didn't have to do. Uh, and and in, that, in that time, it was just really cool to see. So that was just a random act of kindness that... Funnily, we we're I don't it just kind of like this all kind of came together like last minute today just talking yeah. about it. But we've been watching all those movies late, uh, recently lately. I can't talk. What's wrong with me? I don't know, honey. Jeez, I crow. Love you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I just it happened just just to tie into what we were going to talk about today. So yeah, it's kind nice. of a kind of a neat story. Like I said, and, and I've heard a lot of good things about yeah. him uh, from other people as well. Um, that he graduated from the high school that I went to mm-hmm. many years before I did. He, I think he graduated like seven or eight years before me. Mm-hmm. But I have a cousin who was in his graduating class who said he was just always like a class clown and he was always like a, like a good dude that people like to be around kind of thing. So it's just cool to see that, you know, some people don't let money and fame change them. You mean he's a good person? Yeah. And, uh, and the, one of the things actually that, uh, and then we'll move off from Adam Sandler talk. But one of the things that I that I thought was really cool, uh, Tula told me one time that she, when she'll see his parents that come into the restaurant and everything and they'll talk and whatever. And she said that his parents speak about, because I guess they have three children all together. Yeah, he has like yeah, a sister and a brother, I believe. And one of them is a dentist and the other one is a, maybe a doctor or a lawyer, I can't, re- I, I don't recall, but they, she she said that they speak about all their children the same. Like they're like proud of all their kids yeah. in the same way. It's not like, oh, one of them's a movie star and everybody knows them and loves them and blah, blah, blah. She said that they speak in equal reverence, all their three children, and how proud they are of all three of their children. So I just thought that was really cool. So obviously he comes from a, a good upbringing, mm-hmm. which is very important. So yeah, you, you can. It's just it's just kind of cool to see. So, just thought that was a cool, nice little story that, that I nice thought I'd share. Way to warm us up into the random acts of sure. discussion. So let me ask you: what, Have you? I know you have done random acts of kind. You do it all the time. And have you had anything that's been done to you that really left like a a memory for you? Like just, a lasting memory or an impact. Just anything anyone does that's nice makes an impression on me. One of the biggest things is when somebody holds the door open for me because my hands are full. If I'm walking and my hands are obviously full and you stop and you hold the door open for me, that's huge. It's like the smallest, 
tiniest little thing. But it makes a difference. And that's why I love doing that for people. Um, Like, I've always said, just be nice. Smile at people. Say hi. Because you don't know what people are going through in their lives. You don't know what kind of day they're having. And we do that as we're out for going for walks. Like, we just walk by, hi, how are you? And, like, the thing that I love the most is when they say hi back. (laughs) Like, sometimes people just walk by. Like, you smile, hi, and they just ignore you. And uh, that's on them. But when people, like, genuinely are, are nice and they're like, oh, hi how are you and I'm like I'm good how are you just makes me all excited and I tell people to have a great day (laughs) what nothing it makes me feel good what about has anybody ever done anything for you or to you personally that left some kind of a lasting impact Aside from just saying hi or holding the door open, has anybody ever done anything like really like huge? I, I don't. Well, I mean, huge is subjective. I mean, huge could be opening the door when your hands are full because you really needed oh, it yeah. at that moment. But I mean, like, is there anything like a specific example you want to share? Like a random act of kindness, yeah, that I'm aware of. Yes, you would have to be aware of it for it to count. Let me recall. I've, I've had I'm sure a very there's tons that have happened that you're. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of times people have done things that you weren't aware of, but those don't count because you you don't know about them. So true. That's the other thing. I like to do things and not say like, "Oh, I don't want them to know it's me," because it's nice. I don't know. And <laughs> I'm trying. Okay, back back to people doing something nice for me. Yeah. Talk right into that microphone, would you? I'm sorry. It's I'm not editing this I out move either. When I I'm talk. just. I talk with my I'm hands. Just, I talk with. That's my great. Head. You can move everywhere except from away from your microphone, and I'm not editing it out. I'm, I'm leaving this all in, like so everybody can know how many times I have to admonish you about I'm talking kidding. properly into the mic. Gosh. I, I'm like I'm a, like the horses that need blinders that just kind of <laughs> keep them focused. In a talking to your direction. bike, woman. Oh, good lord! I'm trying. Come on now. I'm trying. All right, come on. Okay. You got. You got to have something. I'm trying to think. Um, I'm trying to go back to like big events. Random act of kindness. I really, I don't have anything like monumentally huge. I think because like I, I like being the person doing things, but I feel weird when people do things for me. Which is weird, but yeah, it's just like, let me do the nice things and just leave me alone. So nothing. You can't think of anything at all. Not huge. Okay, small then. Aside from opening the door. Aside from opening the door. Okay, just people smiling, being nice. Um, This is going to be a 25-minute show because Monique has absolutely nothing to add. (laughs) To a show about random acts of kindness that is totally all... But you're asking, I can tell you what I do for people. Like people all the time will come up to me and say I'm asking about you. (sighs) Stop changing the subject. Come on. You got to have something. As the motorcycles blare off in the background here. It's nice out. It got uncloudy. Wow. Okay. Why don't you tell us about something people, something someone's done for you while I think. You always do that. Fine. Not a problem. I have one. Uh, back in 2001, I was going to leave uh, for... Oh, one. I remembered something, but go on. Okay. I was wrestling on my last show before leaving for Puerto Rico to do a tour of Puerto Rico. And I was given 
a large sum of money by somebody as a wish or a token of good luck. Somebody in the wrestling business, who I'm not going to name because he didn't want to be named then. He wanted it to be, uh, he didn't want me to tell anybody that, so I'm not going to say it now. I'll tell you later off air, but yeah, I thought that was, it was really cool. I was just like floored. How much money? It was a significant amount of money. So you don't want to say? I'll tell you off air. Oh, okay. It was, it was a good amount of money, especially for a 20-year-old kid who had That's nothing. Nice. And was going to a new place with nothing to wrestle. Yeah. Gave me a good chunk of change to kind of stand my feet for a little while. And I was just like floored. So That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, it, it had an impact on me. And yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. So. What? So after that happened, did that change your way of thinking about doing nice things for other people? No, not really. I mean, uh, I've always kind of believed in the golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated, right? And in in wrestling, it's a very selfish, especially if you're trying to get ahead. It's very, it's not like a team, like mm. a baseball team or a football team. It's very, it's an individual type of, of uh, sport, profession, business, whatever mm. you want to call it. So it's very cutthroat and not many people are about helping each other out. Because you are vying for the same positions, essentially. Makes sense. Uh, especially back then. Uh, it may it may have changed a bit now, but back then, especially, there was only a certain amount of positions and jobs and that kind of thing. So it was very surprising to me that this happened, but I, the person that did this for me also told me that he knew I was a good kid, because I, I was. I was a kid. I was 20 years old as a kid. Uh, he's like, I know you're a good kid. I know that you're deserving and you're going to do good things. And you've always been very respectful, regardless of how anybody's been to you. Because this was a place where I had some trying times, not by any of my own doing. I'll I'll explain to you later about it. And he said that I always handled myself professionally and that I was he could tell I was a very good person. And that I deserved it. And I was just, I, like I said, I was floored. I, I refused it at first. And he was very insistent. And I said, thank you so much. You know, I appreciate it. Like I, 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 a couple tears came down because it was like one of those things like, <laughs> I never would, you know, I never would have asked for this. I never would have seen it coming. Um, so yeah, it was very impactful for me. And, and it, it did. It really, it, it kind of renewed my faith in, <laughs> In uh, people in the wrestling business, I guess, mm-hmm. because at that point I, I, I had had a couple of wake up calls and I'd been beat up quite a few times just by people that were taking advantage of the trust that I was giving them in the ring and that kind of thing just for things like jealousy and just ridiculous stuff, petty stuff when you look back on it. So, um, yeah, it was it kind of made me optimistic again. It kind of got my spirits back up a little bit. So. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah, it was really cool. I, I'll tell you all about it, like I said, later on. I, I, say, I hate to blue ball the audience and, and not tell anybody about it, but... I was going to say, you never told me about this, so this is yet another thing you've kept from me. Well, it's, I mean, jeez. And that's why sugar got dumped all over <sighs> you. We're going to go back to that now, are we? Nope. Just L- like it, It's not like I'm keeping things from you intentionally. <laughs> but anyway, I yeah. I, uh, so it was a very nice thing, and that's like I said... Really I. sweet. Just because, just still out of respect to this person who I haven't spoken to in many, many years, but just out of respect to them, 
I'm not going to say who they were or the amount of money they gave me here. I'll let you know after. Okay. I'll totally forget by the time we're done recording. Fair, fair enough. And I'll probably forget to tell you. So, I remembered something. Nice. I started kind of remembering little bits of things. So I don't know what year it was, but I was a teenager. I think I might have been 17 years old. I was driving a 1989 Dodge Shadow. I think that was the car I had. And I was at the Elvis Room in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And the Elvis Room was like a bar and a club where they had bands play. And there's a band from New Hampshire called The Queers. And yeah, they're like this awesome punk pop, punk pop, pop punk band. And they're just really cool. And I used to go see them all the time. They play around Boston. I go to New Hampshire because I enjoyed their band. So one night after a show, I go to my car and it won't start. And I'm like, what's the matter? And my friend who was with me was like, I think the battery's dead. And I'm like, how could the battery die? And then I realized because I left my lights on, the headlights, I forgot to turn them off. Because cars in 1989 didn't have automatic headlights. So you had to turn those suckers on and off. So group of guys come over come by and they're like hey are you okay because the park like there's an, a parking area and it's basically empty because everyone's gone by this point point." and I was like my car's dead and so they came over and they like jump-started my car and it was the queers it was like the band I, and I was like oh my gosh the queers are jump-starting my car this is really cool <laughs> And then I'm in, I'm driving home and I'm like creating a song in my head called You Jump Started My Car and Jump Started My Heart. And it was like pop punk kind of catchy. Yeah. Do you remember any of the words? It was just kind of like, you jump started my car and jump started my heart. Like that kind of melody. But I don't remember anything else. But yeah. So that is for you, Joe Queer. Because that's what bands did. They took the name of their band and had their first name. They walked it together. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's great. They helped you out. Yeah. It. I would have been stuck in Portsmouth all night if they didn't. How many people do you see now that break down on the side of the road, and they're just are are just there? How, you know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of sad if you think about it because now, in the way that society is, especially lately, you're very untrusting. And I think with the help of Hollywood and movies and stuff like that, and you see different things where it's somebody that's in distress and a good Samaritan will pull over and they get taken advantage of because the person's not really in distress and they end up kidnapping them or robbing but, them or yeah. hurting them or but something. Not just that, but if you're broken down and somebody approaches you that can be scary because you're like oh some stranger right they see that i'm in distress that i can't go anywhere so it's on both sides yeah that doesn't stop me if i, I mean i've like pulled up and rolled my window down and been like do you need me to call somebody for you and yeah I've, i don't care i'm gonna help people but Good. if i can see they're obviously on their <laughs> cell phone and they can They've already called yeah. somebody or they're fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah, the, uh, I, I can remember there's several times where uh, when I was at my uh, one of my previous jobs and I was driving around in a company vehicle, people would always stop me and ask, hey, can you give me a jump? Can I get a ride to the so? And I'd have to be like, no, 
can't because I keep, couldn't put anybody in my vehicle. I feel bad because they obviously you could tell they're really they're stuck. They need help, but uh, just the, for the sake of my job and keeping my job, I couldn't help them. I felt horrible about it. I'd always offer, hey, "Do you need to use my phone? Do you need? I, I'll use my phone real quick if you want, but I can't. I can't give you a ride. I can't let you in my car. I can't give you a jump. I'm not allowed to do any of that. You know, our vehicles are GPS, all that kind of thing, and they." Just if anybody saw me with somebody, I would easily lose my job. So it was kind of one of those things where I felt horrible that I couldn't help somebody. And I was in a position where I I, I could, but at a cost of losing my job and, you know, a way of providing for my family. So, yeah. Well, that makes sense if it's a company vehicle. Yeah, yeah, but you'd be surprised at how many people thought that just be, and I'm not going to say the company, but just thought that because, oh, it's this so-and-so company, They'll help. They'll help me. Like, no, that's rules are there for a reason. Can't, unfortunately. Sorry about that. So, yeah. So, what? What about? um, So, you've thought of uh, an instance where somebody did something nice. That's good. Random act of kindness. But is this really a random act of kindness, though? I mean, you were kind of in need. So somebody saw that you were. They totally could have left me there. They could have, but I'm not. They could have been like, oh, you're broken down, sucks for you. Yeah, I'm not trying to discount what they did, but is it really random if they see that you're in need of help? Isn't that just kind of. Okay, that was an act of kindness. Isn't that just kind of doing, being a good Samaritan? That was an act of kindness. Again, I'm not trying to downplay it or discount Mm -hmm. it in any way. But has there ever been anybody that just randomly did something for no reason at all? Like you didn't need anything, you were surprised by their kindness. When they didn't have to be kind. I I'm I suck at on the spot thinking. Like if you put me on the spot and you say, Monique, what's two plus two? I'll be like, I don't know. I can't think. So I have to think about it. You'll start talking and then I'll think of something. I'm trying not <laughs> to talk. Fun. I'm trying to let you talk as much as possible now. You know what's so funny? So... <laughs> Tell me, what's so funny? One of the things that um, I'm trying to release, like I'm trying to release all that doesn't serve me, and that's talking too much. So like knowing when to shut up, like like not to talk when, if there's no need for talking, to just shut up and be able to do that. Because I always feel like I have to keep going and explain, especially when people look at you like, like they're waiting for something. Yeah, so I'm working on that, trying to talk less. Excellent for podcasting. I was just going to say that that will serve you well in real life, but on a podcast, but no, where people are listening yeah. for you to talk. I meant in re- like in day to day life. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So nothing. You can't think of anything else. All right. I I and again, this is not to say that we're these awesome people or anything, but because this is a show about that, and and it's good to give examples of things. What is, give me an example of a random act of kindness that you've done for somebody. Oh, I love to like just bake things for people and bring it to them for whatever reason. Um, I don't, I've never had like a ton of money, like rich where I can just be like, oh, here's a wad of cash to somebody. But like, I've definitely just, I think if I were rich, I'd totally be poor because I give all my money away. (laughs) But no, just baking things for people because I don't really have money to give so I do stuff like that um let me think 
people who look like, I mean, I don't know if it's random, but when people look like they're in need, I go help them. Especially like old people at supermarkets, they always ask me for help. And of course, I could be like, no, I don't work here. But they're old, so I help them. And it's nice. I mean, even if they weren't old, I'd probably help them if somebody asked me for help. But it's like little things like that, not even necessarily random, just acts of kindness, being kind. I agree. I think it's kind of sad too when you see that people are unwilling to help the elderly because uh, newsflash, eventually you're going to be elderly and you're going to need help. So mm-hmm. karma's a son of a bitch. And Coming faster than you think. And it'll and it'll get you back. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, and I don't know what, I, I want to say it's like a phenomenon that's in this country, like nursing homes and stuff like that just happened here. I, I don't think they really do that in other countries and other cultures essentially it's kind of a united states thing which is kind of sad i flat out told my parents you're never going in a nursing home when you can't take care of yourselves anymore you are moving in with us and we're going to take care of you yeah i'll co-sign that right now and the same thing goes for my for mine as well i I don't want to put my parents to do that that's that just stinks like and really think about it like circle of life they give birth to you they raise you they teach you the ways of the world whether or not you decide to go on in there with their methodologies up to you when you're of age. But when it's time for them to kind of be on the tail end of their lives and they're starting to wind down and they're maybe degrading physically, I mean, do you really want to put them in the hands of a complete stranger who's getting paid minimum wage? You know and what I mean? Great- places with there, great people oh there is there is a, i mean a good family friend of ours uh who i'll mention I'll, I'll tell you later but has worked in nursing homes and and is a as a manager of a nursing home and and great guy and you know my brother actually worked for him and told me yeah no they actually do things really well there they really care about the people yeah. and they really take care of them and stuff but, but unfortunately that- it's kind of the, that's kind of the exception not the rule from a lot of stories a year and stuff like that so yeah it's kind of one of those things I'm really surprised at the culture here as far as it well, I think relates to elderly folks. If you look at it, a lot of people can't take care of their parents because they work. True. Very so true. you have that issue. So if you're at work all the time and we're in a day where everyone has to work all the time in order to pay for their home, to pay for their vehicle, their food, everything. I mean, there are a lot of people working two, three jobs. So that makes it difficult to take care of somebody. Uh, I, I guess so, yeah. I just, I think that, I think collectively, uh, as on top of everything else that needs to be addressed, that's kind of something else I think we really need to look at, uh, yeah. is just caring better for, I mean, it's one thing if you're elderly and you don't have family, but if you have family and they're putting you in a nursing home, yeah, obviously there are challenges that mm-hmm. happen when with elderly, especially you know, things like dementia, for for instance, you know, things like that. Of course, mm-hmm. yes, it's challenging, but yeah, think about it. You were challenging when you were a baby and you were keeping them up all night, crying. As a toddler, getting into things you shouldn't, almost sure. setting the house on fire. It's circle of life. It comes back. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, kind of one of those things that especially a lot lately i've been thinking about and just like yeah that I'm not we're not subjecting our folks to that absolutely not no, no way even if they're like there. insistent like nope we're insistent you're coming with us yeah. that's it we'll Whether figure it out like it or not yeah we'll figure it out it, because the, yeah. not sub- no 
No An- way. Another thing too is neighbors. Remember when like everyone knew their neighbors? Yeah. Yeah. And now everyone's so like inside their homes and privacy and nobody really it seems like a lot of people don't talk to their neighbors. Remember like block parties? People yeah. would have block parties. Now, uh-huh. I grew up in the middle of nowhere. We only had a couple neighbors, so there were no block parties because... There was a couple was when I was growing way. up. Yeah. There were a couple here and there. We need yeah. to bring that back. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I mean, our neighbor, like I said, he he would come over and just like seed our grass. He's awesome. Great guy. Oh, yeah. And uh, look, there would be times where we're sitting watching TV or something and, and we hear lawnmower and it, I mean, our, our property's pretty... It's they're you know right next to each other essentially so I, i'll be thinking oh yeah he's, he's all cutting his grass and then it sounds like oh that lawnmower sounds really close and you look outside he's mowing our grass like what yeah what are you, what are you doing man like you know open the door wave hello thank you and that mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah yeah just just cool stuff like that i mean nobody asked him to do that but he does it and i mean we always reciprocate in one way or another uh but uh yeah it's just kind of cool that th- those are the kind of things that it's like you don't have to do that yeah. but why not it's, yeah. it's just kind of a it's just a good way to be, I guess. Like, that's know? the thing. We know the people who live around us, the guy who lives behind us. We know the other person next to us. We have no one across the street from us. But we, we try to get to know the people in our neighborhood, and that's important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it... Uh, my, I think my brother was telling me when they first moved into his house, they w- they baked cookies and took cookies to everyone on their street just kind of introduce themselves and everything like that. And I mean, it's great, especially think about what's going on in the world. Now it's, it's more important than ever to be close with your neighbors mm-hmm. because if, you know, heaven forbid we get into a situation where unfortunately everything gets shut down again and, and grocery stores are shut down. Well, if you've got no food or water, maybe your neighbor will help you out and, you know, give you something, you know, you know what I mean? Or maybe you have something that they need and they have something you mm-hmm. need. You can barter and that kind of thing. Uh, it's it's important to be close to the people around you because sometimes you just you need each other. It's just a necessity. Uh, I was when I was growing up, my my mom and dad used to tell me stories about their parents, so my grandparents, and uh, how they would be in their small village in Greece. And I think a, a lot of my uh, I don't know if you, if you call it hospitality or. A lot of the the things that I think and try to practice came from hearing those stories. And I think it might just be genetic. I don't know, but uh, anytime a stranger would come into the village where my my grandfather, my mom's dad, uh, lived, he would take them from the coffee house because there would always be like this, in these little towns in Greece. They always have the coffee house where everybody congregates. Essentially, all the guys congregate there, smoke cigarettes, play cards, drink coffee. And anytime a stranger would come in, he would say, hey, you you come with me, and he'd take him, and he'd bring him home, and he'd have the, his wife make him a meal, uh, wash his clothes for him, and would kick one of the kids out of bed and give him a bed just to be hospitable. You know, the kids would share with one of their brothers or sisters. And that story always stuck with me, like, oh, wow, because it wasn't something that just happened once in a while. He would, it would happen all the time. And these are just random people. He didn't know them, but he was just saw somebody that needed a place to stay immediately would be the one that nope you're coming with me and he'd come he'd have his wife cook him a nice hot meal and i would always get the stories from my mom how his wife my grandmother would get upset because he'd be he'd 
comes in at like two in the morning from the coffee house. And you just get this random stranger. He's waking up the kids, getting them <laughs> out of bed. Home, hey, honey. you out of bed, honey? Hey, Ella, 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 come here, come here. Make him, make him some food. You know, give him some of this and that. Blah blah blah. Wash his clothes. Blah, blah, all this, you know. And uh, yeah, it just always kind of was like, wow, that's a really, that's really cool. I mean, it's it, it stinks for his wife who has to get up and do all this stuff, but they they were they always instilled that sense of be hospitable to people, help people that are in need. And if you have something that you can help somebody with that needs help, do it. Don't question it. Just do it. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're in a position to help, no matter how small it is, to do it. And that always just kind of stuck with me. And I just thought that was really cool. So that reminded me of something that actually just happened to us this week. And I don't want to say the person involved, but it was just... A friend of ours needed something. We're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. We'd love to help. But then um, his wife commented after like, well, thank you so much because people say they'll help, but then they don't or they don't really want to. Or they don't mean it. Yeah, they don't mean it. And it was like, why on earth would you offer to help somebody and not mean it? Like it just. I, I don't understand that, but I guess people do that. Yeah, it happens all the time, of course. But yeah, what are you gonna do? I it's I always say to our, our children, say what you mean and mean what you say. And I don't just say it to my kids; I live it. If I mm-hmm. say, "Yeah, I'll help you out," or if you need anything, let me know, it's because I mean it. You know, I've, there's many times where I have dropped whatever I'm doing to go and help a friend that needed it. Yeah. Because I know that they're asking because they really need it. Especially like friends, like my friends, a lot of my my really close close friends. They're all a lot like me. We don't ask for help. We're very prideful. We like to do things on our own. So if my buddies are getting a call from me, they know this is serious. Like he needs it. And same thing. If I get a call from one of my friends or a text or something, hey, can you help me out with this? Or can you? Absolutely. I don't even, uh, unless I'm out of the country or I'm, I'm, I'm not at home or really unable to. Well, it's getting done. It's happening. Oh, absolutely. And it's funny because I thought about like friends who like I had a couple of friends. They rented a house and I think I was living in Massachusetts at the time and it was up in New in New Hampshire. I forget the town, but it was probably like maybe another 20 minutes from where we are right now. So like north sort of. I can't remember the town anyway. So I had like a 45 minute to an hour drive to get there but we all worked together and they asked everybody can you come on Saturday morning we'll buy breakfast for everyone if you can please come and help us paint the more people will get done faster of course I say absolutely you need help I'm available I'll be there and other people said yeah I can help I was the only person who showed up and I just remember thinking like what the hell like there were other people who said they were coming what changed? And of course, something comes up, but. Did it really, though? Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? I mean, that's just, un- unfortunately, that's just how people are now. Uh, or I shouldn't say people, all people, because there are still a lot of people that are, will help you out. Uh, just real quick, want to clarify to you the story about my, my grandfather mm-hmm. and my grandmother. My grandfather and my grandmother adored each other even though he would have her get up and do that kind of stuff, she also would say, 
to to be like that. Obviously, she'd be upset at the moment because she's being woken up out of a slumber, but she would always be kind to the stranger. She would always help him, give him a nice hot meal. And it quickly became like kind of, like not legend, but it would be kind of the thing. Like you knew if you were going here and you were from out of town, you knew you'd have a place to stay because that was like the reputation of of my my uh, my grandfather. So he wasn't a chauvinist or anything like that. Maybe he was. Get I don't the kitchen know. And cook but but that woman. was just kind of what was what was what was done. That's how it was back then. But the thing is like if you did that, if you're like, this is so and so, they need a place to stay, can you cook? And like you're waking me up in the middle and I of course would be like, What? Oh. But I would totally do it. Like sure, yeah, you I know, know you me. Would. I'd be like, yeah. I'll cook. What do you want? I, I get to cook. I make lamb. <laughs> So yeah, I thought that was just kind of a cool, cool story that uh, I think definitely had an effect on me because, like I said, I used to hear those all the time when I was growing up as a kid, and I always just thought that was the coolest thing. And it was like, yeah, why wouldn't you do that? That makes sense. Be nice to people, especially if they mm-hmm. if they need help and they're asking for it, or even if they're not asking for it. But you can just tell, hey, th- I could help Somebody here. Needs help. Somebody needs a hand. I could do that. Why not do it? You I know, used, I used to get. I don't know if lectured is the right word, um, but I would have friends who used to like give me a hard time because I just go, I'll talk to anybody and people come up to me. Okay, I'll talk to you. And I've been in places where um, people who seem kind of sketchy, I guess, according to the other people, they, they, they come up and talk to me and they'd be like, why are you talking to them? Especially guys, like if, it was, if I was with other guys. And they'd be like, why, why are you talking to them? Like, they, they could do something. Like, they could hurt you or whatever. And it's like, dude, they're just people. Like, who cares? They're being nice. Who cares? I think everyone's in this, I might get hurt if I open myself up to somebody. And it's like, and this was back in, like, the like late 90s and early 2000s. This would happen. Fear. It's so toxic. Don't be afraid to be nice. Don't be afraid to be kind. Don't be afraid to do good things. Exactly. I just got the hiccups like really bad. I'm not editing it out either. I'm just going to leave it right in there. there. This go. is raw, baby. Totally yeah. raw. Yeah, no. I, random acts of kindness. You know what? Another, and this is going to sound so ridiculous to some people and to others, it's going to be just, yeah, obviously common sense. Putting your shopping cart away in the corral when you go grocery shopping. If you are one of those people that just takes it and puts it wherever or just leaves it in the middle of your parking spot, come on. What's you wrong with throw you? Throw it into another car. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Is it take that mu- is it that much of a of a big deal or is there that much effort required and involved to take it and just walk it an extra 10 or 15 feet away from you to put it away? I mean, come on. Uh, I that just come on seriously well I think an argument is people get paid to collect them but they, they that can, is a, yeah they get paid to collect them from the corrals where they're supposed to be put we both worked in supermarkets we've both done Man. it but yeah like that that's a big thing and I'm a little OCD where I don't want to just put it in the corral I want to like fix all the carts so they're even so like this you know like the little mini carts where it's like a half 
like I like those to go together and then like the bigger ones. Together. Yeah, you take it a step further and go and organize the corral and make sure everything's nice and neat. And, and I'm like, well, I thought I was OCD. <laughs> I got nothing on her. Jeez. <laughs> you d- it's, it's really hard stopping myself sometimes when like time is of the essence. But I feel like I need to fix this. I want to make it nice and neat for them. But yeah, that that's the thing. Like, why are you such a jerk? Because <laughs> that's what I, I will. I'll see it and I'll just be like, and it's always, and, and anytime I see it happen, if I watch somebody like from the car, or if I'm walking and I just see somebody take the car and go toss it off to the side and not, I'm, I'm just like, you're an able-bodied person. Nine times out of 10, it's not an elderly person. It's somebody that looks healthy, has two legs, can walk just fine. No, just get, yeah, toss it off to the side. And I'm just like, why? I've seen, I've seen people why would leave you carts like behind somebody else's car. Yeah, I've seen that too. It's, it's that's like, being a jerk. That's just being a jerk. It's one thing you want to just put push it off and keep it kind of off. To, okay, fine. You don't want to make the trip. It's busy. In the whatever your excuse is, maybe I'll give you a pass. I still think it's ridiculous, but maybe I'll give you a pass. But when you intentionally leave it behind the car next to you because it's there's not enough room in between the cars, that's just ridiculous. It's so wrong. It's just don't, absurd. Don't be like that. Don't be a jerk. No. Be kind. Mm-hmm. Put your cart away. That's what I'm going to name this episode. Put your shopping cart away. Oh, I thought we could name it. You don't have to be cruel to be kind. Because you know the song. We'll name it that instead. That's a better title. <laughs> Fine. Now I have that song in my head. Do you got any other uh, random acts of kindness stories that you'd like to share? Something that you did for somebody. Something did I share did. anything that I've done for somebody? What have you done? No. I don't know. Now i got to think about it. Because I do so much. See. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I just, something needs to be done. I do it. It's, yeah, it's one of those, that's why I said, I feel kind of weird talking about something that maybe we've done because it's just kind of like, I don't want to sound like I, a toot I my own horn. I offered to help somebody, was it yesterday or the day before? I was, I think it might have been the day before. I was walking and um, our neighbors left some, like stuff out on the side of the road, like to take like free if you want it stuff. Yeah. And one was like, you know, the stationary bikes. So it has like the little fan gimmick in the front and you pedal it was one of those and a woman was trying to put it in her car so I come back from my walk I come around a corner and I'm like I'm gonna offer to help I hope she doesn't freak out thinking I'm some weirdo so I was just like hi do you need help getting that in your trunk because she looked like she was struggling but then she was like oh no I think I have it and I was like okay but the whole time though I'm like I hope she doesn't think I'm weird and then I'm like offering to help and I'm like I'm not six feet away. Is she going to like freak out because she doesn't want to get COVID from me or something? But the whole time, I'm like, I just want to help. Please don't think I'm weird. But isn't this how you have to worry about like people thinking you're weird when you just want to help? I don't know why you're worried about it. I don't, I don't worry about that stuff. But okay. I guess if you think it's something to worry about. I think, I think I've think, seen too many movies where like someone tries to do something nice and they panic. They're like, ah. I, I'm sorry, but I think the whole COVID thing now has been smashed since the same people that were telling you to stay inside are not telling you to go out and protest. So I think that whole theory's, <laughs> that whole storyline's been quashed. Well, well, you know my feelings on that with the whole mask thing. It's like, oh, it's right. safe to, you know, like certain places, like, oh, COVID won't get you here, but it'll get you here kind of thing. So whatever. Anyway, not going on that because we're talking about kindness. Right. Yeah. Yes. Kind. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I don't want to put, I don't want to, I'm not going to explain anything that I do because I, 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 I don't, 
we didn't do this show to toot our own horn or glorify any kindness we may have done for people because it's not what this is about. But essentially, we just wanted to do a show just talking about cool stuff and nice things that we've heard of and that we've maybe witnessed or experienced ourselves and just to kind of give a reprieve from all the BS that's going on out there in the world today. Hopefully, it just inspires people to know that it's okay to be kind and nice. Don't be afraid. Yeah. It's funny. The the last... Like I said, we're recording this on June 7th. The last week and a half has been just utter chaos everywhere. It's all you see and hear about, right? Any interaction I have had with anybody, be it the mailman, UPS guy, the Amazon guy, people in the grocery store, people walking around the neighborhood, people walking around the cemetery where we like to take our walks, anywhere I've been, the gas station, doesn't matter where I've been. You would not know that anything was going on. Everybody has been so friendly, polite, smiles everywhere. People, it's almost like people are picking up on the fact that everybody's saying you got to be upset and angry and this and that and are just kind of going the opposite direction. You can be upset and angry about stuff and still do good things. Yeah, it's it's almost like there's like a a shift kind of going in the other way. Like I have, it's been amazing to me just how many positive interactions I've had with people, more so than normal. And it's been in like this last week and a half. I don't know if it's just because I've been more in tune to it and I've been more observant of it or something, or or I I don't know. But it's just, it's incredible to me. And I, I don't know, I just, I find that encouraging because I think that the stuff that we see on the media, I think is, it doesn't paint an accurate picture of what's really going on in the world and what the majority of people are really feeling. And I'm not talking about politics or social issues. I just mean, I think 99% of people out there, and that's a that's a conservative estimate in my view, are very much like us, just want to live their lives, live and let live. Nobody nobody hates anybody. Nobody's got animosity toward it. The majority of people feel that way. So to see all these things that you're seeing now that are coming out, it's... I just really hope that a lot of decent people out there, all the decent people out there remain decent and don't allow this kind of stuff to phase them and make them change or kind of curl up and go in their shell and try to be maybe a little less forthcoming of their niceness because of fear of being ridiculed or called out for some ridiculousness. Yeah. Just be a good person. Just be a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Just be a good person because why wouldn't you be? Why, you know? I feel like it's harder to be mean to people. It takes effort to be a jerk. I feel like it does. I don't like it. It does. It really does. People. It really does. It like takes you a have lot of to effort. do like serious wrong for me to be mean to you. Yeah, it doesn't cost you anything to smile. It doesn't cost you anything to wave to somebody. It doesn't cost you anything to hold the door for somebody that maybe needs it. Maybe to, even if they don't need it, just do it. Just do it. It doesn't cost anything. Just yeah. Remember, smiles are free. Right. Exactly. And when and you have a great smile like my wife does, I mean, why wouldn't you flash it all the time? I remember hugs are free. Screw COVID. If somebody needs a hug, give them a hug. <laughs> Screw COVID. I think, I think most people now realize COVID was a bit overblown by design. I, I'm pretty sure the majority of people now have figured out the scam behind like, COVID. Think about hugs. Like when you hug somebody, like you truly hug them with your soul and your heart. It's like... 
I think people really feel that and like just your energy like it helps transfer your energy to them and I think hugs are really important so if you see somebody who needs a hug give a hug sure if you see my wife don't hug her though because I'll knock you out no what no no I will give hugs I'm a hugger okay she'll give you a hug I love hugging people fine gosh you, you know how I am. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm just. I don't I'm know. Just Did kidding. I ever show I'm kidding. When I was a little Who kid? am I going to knock out now? Come on. I'm just teasing. I'm kidding. <laughs> you have me do your dirty work for That's you. That's right. Say, if you no. hug my wife, she'll knock you Did out. Did I ever mention before how, like, when I was a little kid, I used to hug everybody? I'd yes, hug my teachers, my bus drivers, and my parents would tell me, like, Monique, you have to stop hugging everybody. Well, our kids now are you. They got that from you because that's all they do. That's good. It is. Our six-year-old, literally, and I told him this yesterday, every day for him is the best day ever because everything he does is the best thing ever. Every TV show he watches, that was the best TV show ever. Every movie, that was the best movie ever. That was the best sandwich I ever ate. You're the best daddy ever. You're the best mama ever. This is the best toy ever. This is the best book ever. Everything's the best thing ever. So I always tell him, you're like the luckiest person alive because everything and every day is the best ever. Every day for you gets better than the last. It's great. It must be great to be you. So you can learn a lot from kids. You can learn a lot from little kids especially because they are yet to be tainted by the ills of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do, do you have anything else you want to share? I just want to say that be kind, be kind randomly, be kind when people need it. And I'm not saying like, be kind, like you have to do this because I know I hate people telling yeah, me what to do. Already, we've already said all this. But just embrace your inner positivity. Embrace your inner, what? Why Nothing. are you looking at me like I'm crazy? No, just go ahead. Keep, carry on. Open your heart chakra and just do good things. Love everyone. Be nice, even if they don't, even if you think they don't deserve it. Just let the universe take care of it, and you be good to everyone. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on social media. We have a Twitter account at Homewrecker Pod, Instagram Homewrecker Podcast, or you can go to our website homewreckerpodcast.com. And you can watch these podcasts. Completely uncut and unedited. You can stare and oogle at my beautiful wife and observe some of the goofy faces I make once in a while while she's talking over on YouTube.com and Brighteon.com. Support Brighteon if you believe in free speech because they will not censor regardless of what you think or believe in or what you say. Within reason, of course. We don't want to be fomenting violence or dissent on that platform or anything like that. But anyway, if you haven't already, please go on over to iTunes and hit the subscribe button or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. That way you can get our podcast delivered to you every week. And if we do a bonus, you'll get that one too. Yeah. And if you haven't already, five-star review. Five's the magic number. We appreciate it. Helps us to grow the show. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. Yeah. Thank you to, let's see, there's a lot of downloads from Sweden, 
So if you're in Sweden, thank Hello, you. Hello, our Swiss brothers and sisters. Sweden. Swiss? Swiss is what? Switzerland. Son of a gun. See? I'm. This is why I don't do this myself. So Sweden is Swedish. Yes. Swiss is Switzerland. Yes. I stink. Sorry about that. Yeah. All those downloads are gone now. They're like, this guy's an <laughs> idiot. So he, doesn't know what he's, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's saying. We don't. It doesn't matter. They don't listen for me anyway. They listen for you, so it's okay. No. But yeah, we have England, Sweden, Australia, Canada, Greece. We got some Greek listeners. Opa! Of course. About yeah. time. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have... Thailand, Australia, New Zealand. I'm trying to like think of the map. We're worldwide, baby. Yeah. So just all of our international Shout listeners. out to everybody. Thank you. Internationally. Yes. Thank you so much. And obviously everybody here in the States yes. too. Everybody that listens. We really appreciate the support. We hope that we uh, provide you some escape, some entertainment, mm-hmm. some deep thoughts once in a while, hopefully. Yes. And... uh Remember, everyone, you are loved and you matter. Yeah, and we hope that wherever you are, you are safe, healthy, and most importantly of all, doing whatever you can to be happy. So until next time, I'm the Golden Greek. Alex Arion, that's me, right here. And I've been joined, as always, by my beautiful, radiant, gorgeous, amazing... Fantastic, fabulous, spectacular trophy wife, the lovely Monique. Thank you. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. I'm still recording and I'm just going to let you know that we just did this whole positive episode, like talking about positivity and random act of kindness and stuff. And I'm listening as I'm fading out the music and it's this like (laughs) dark, (laughs) dark music. So I I figured I just wanted to include that on the recording here for anybody that (laughs) stayed after the music. I was thinking we should probably change the music and I forgot to say something. I realize how absurd it may be. So, yeah. I think we need some happier, peppy more music. I figured I was just going to kick in and and keep on talking right after it. Tremendous. So, anyhow, everybody, we'll catch you next time.